Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast Soul Conversations. I'm your host, Lami Akiemi. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how life is a process. I'm also going to be talking about our desires and the influence we have on others. So yes, before Jesus was born, there were a lot of prophecies that spoke about his coming, how he would die for our sins and all that stuff. But like, you know, when they gave birth to Jesus, they did not necessarily carry the Jesus to crucifixion. I mean, go, go to and go and crucify him there. They didn't do that because life is a process and you know there is time for everything. Even if this is something that is eventually gonna happen, it's gonna happen in, in some time, that kind of thing. Because if they did that, all the examples Jesus gave us, the way he lives his life, we don't necessarily have that. And I think those examples are pretty important. They are like prerequisites to the message that Jesus, you know, preached or that Jesus was here to disperse or disseminate or something like that those the process of his life was very important was instrumental to even the effect that he's dying on the cross will have for us so now we have an example to live by and then the proof of that love was more like him dying on the cross for us. so like everything was interconnected and then it made more sense I literally just carried a child a baby to um to the cross and now say no oh, we'll crucify you now for the sins of the world you get that kind of thing so then every day life is a process and so many things that we worry about especially because we're like ah this should happen already da, 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 da. things don't necessarily happen like that so immediately like there is time for everything yeah i'm sure that jesus knew that he was going to come and die on the cross fine but like he had the consciousness of that that yes this is going to happen at some point but he didn't necessarily allow that to worry him so much of course he was very in tune with his reality on a couple of occasions he told his disciples something something you die something something and then peter was always forming jagama you will die <laughs> and the matter was always so, so serious like he was very in tune with his reality but it was more focused on the present on what he had to do in that moment what is the next best thing i have to do now and that was what he was doing fully aware of his mission but still living very much in the present something like that so a lot of times we worry so much about the many 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 futures and we fail to even deal with the things we need to deal with presently we worry 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 for nothing actually because worry does nothing for us it literally just steals your joy and takes away your time that's what it does imagine if you know <laughs> jesus was always cried every day because he knew that that we're going to crucify him at some point i don't even know <laughs> how that would have you know looked literally lived his life normally fully aware of his mission fine but like did what he needed to do in that moment went to wedding at kenna in fact if you watch the chosen was even dancing at that wedding <laughs> he probably went there and he danced maybe but like he was very in, in tune with his reality but he was also fully human so don't worry too much just ask yourself what is the next best step i need to take for today and do that then tomorrow when tomorrow becomes today. So what is the next best step I need to take today? Then do that. Fully aware of your supernatural mission, but being fully human and living in the present. We cannot treat our lives as transitory periods. We cannot like be, for instance, leave our undergraduate days hoping, like not hoping up, but like wishing that we're already graduated, that we were already graduated from school. Or you know, living your single life and hope, wishing that you were already, you know, in a relationship or something. You have to live life. I mean stage by stage and enjoy every stage so that you can truly live it out the way it's supposed to be lived out because the truth is that most of the time when we overthink stuff or maybe when we think of so many futuristics so many it, there's a tendency for so many particles to like 
cloud that thinking and then you feel like how would this even work out because the truth is that even in our normal everyday lives here yeah, when we want to do something there there is a tendency for so many other things to interfere with it now imagine if you're now taking the one of tomorrow the one of next tomorrow next year 10 years time you're trying to think about <laughs> trying to figure the whole thing out in one day literally the amount of interferences you're going to have is going to be very excessive so it's very easy to think oh these things are so impossible of course you've put so many variables together they would seem impossible now <laughs> that kind of thing because, uh, like we're fully aware of like what the whole bigger picture thing is about but like as much as possible try to live in the present and i and i think that that was the issue with peter like when jesus was walking on water and he looked at jesus and said well lord um if it is you ask me to come uh, you know on the water with you and walk beside you the first thing is that like at the end of the day I feel like Peter would have probably been a very impulsive person. Like he just says things. Because the end of the day, the proof of it being Jesus is not going to be Jesus asking him to come. Of course, even if it was not Jesus, if it was a ghost or a spirit, of course the ghost was <laughs> we want to mess Peter up now. Of course, I thought he could come so that once he enters the water, we'll just start drowning and then we'll deal with him, you know, that kind of thing. But so the proof was not necessary in Jesus necessarily saying, Okay, come. The proof was this that if he was really Jesus, he would be able to walk on water. That was it and maybe that was kind of what peter meant <laughs> so he's just like okay okay baby come 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 now come don't worry so peter jumped on the water and he actually started walking now what happened to peter was that like his focus like his, his focus changed you know he literally started looking at the waves and the everything else <sighs> was it the waves that asked to come and walk on the water please was it was it the storms of the storm <laughs> It was Jesus. So why is your focus not on Jesus? Like literally, the moment he did that, he started drowning. And then I remember that ah, it's Jesus that said, "I should walk." Jesus saved me. Hey, now you see yourself. So literally, what Peter needed to do was take it one step at a time with his focus on Jesus. You don't need to quickly run. You don't need to just take it easy, small, small. So if you're wondering, oh, would I be able to do this thing? I like, get through this stuff. This thing that. Blah. One day at the time my guy one day at the time can i get through this today fine get through it and tomorrow can i get through this today get through it before you know what's happening you that you'll be so surprised at, at how you know far you've come and when you do that like the whole thing is broken down and then you now begin to see the possibility because now you're actually doing it literally whatever it is if it's project or if it's a vocation or if it's a resolution or something can i get through this today so life is a process actually so process it leave it like it's a process that kind of thing then talking about our desires yeah emotions passions desires feelings they stem from the heart and you can't believe everything your heart tells you even if you've got a good heart that's that's just it now I'm not saying that logic is everything I'm just saying that you can't always completely believe what your heart tells you like even if you've got a good heart sometimes of course your heart might be right because you know, I was even reading something one time and I mean literally stuff said the heart has its reasons that reason doesn't know of so of course sometimes but like you can't completely like place all your like your bet on it like ah my heart has to be right <laughs> Because truth is that our desires, our passions, our emotions, our feelings are not complete, completely reflections of the truth. Neither are they predictors of the future. Neither are they indicators of what your life should be about. Not really. 
but of course you will not you would now ask okay so why does this thing keep growing why does this desire to do this thing keep growing why does the desire to be with this person keep growing it keeps growing because you keep feeding it and it keeps coming up because you keep bringing it up literally it is what you allow that will continue it is what you allow to linger in your mind that would grow so it's not um some some clinical something something universal force or something like that it's just what it is and at the end of the day it's growing because you're allowing it to grow literally not necessarily because that is what life should be about because it's a clear-cut revelation the desires are not a revelation of what anything should be about at least not always so when we feel that nudge when those feelings come when we are infused with those desires and engulfed by those passions we should attend to them literally we should attend to them we should figure out what they are what where they are coming from why they are coming from where they are coming from what they are pointing to so that they can reveal more because our desires are more like a means they are not an end in themselves so yes and i remember that I remember what i was talking to somebody about a person said something about it feels right something cannot feel right it's either it's right or it's not there are some things that you know feelings just make everything funny literally and it makes so many things so okay i don't even know how that like when emotions are involved one plus one can be one million <laughs> you get you just be putting things together in your head and stuff but like not really at least not always so we should attend to our desires we should figure out what they mean where they are pointing to what they want us to make of it that kind of thing and not necessarily rely solely on those things for um the basis of you know pointing our life certain directions or pointing our decisions in certain directions they means not an end in themselves now as regards influence here the truth is that as we are we have influence over a certain amount of people in our lives that means that if I have an influence over, say, a couple people, that means that my life is more like a prototype or something like that. Because I was watching a video recently and the person was literally talking about how Jesus is the model and we are the prototype. And so if we are the prototype, we should model our lives after Jesus. That means that if we have influence over a certain amount of people, that means that we are living our lives that Jesus wants us to, <laughs> basically. That means that those people that look at our lives and people not two things from it, pretty much are following like the model of jesus something like that so yes if we have influence on so many people or at least a relatively good number of people that means that we should be very careful as to how we live our lives so that we do not um influence wrongly as an influencer <laughs> so yeah and jesus wants us to be saints pretty much like oh make heaven and chill with god and stuff like that so yeah that's like the general idea so of course if that is the focus right focus is to want what jesus wants for us because we know that he wants what is best for us for us and that means that we should model our lives after jesus in the way that he wants us to right yeah good so now it's not necessarily being just being a nice person it's not necessarily just being a tolerant person it's not necessarily just being a an understanding person there has to be some supernatural outlook to the whole thing because it's not superficial for us it has a more in-depth meaning for us people who are trying to model our lives after jesus so I think that if we have influence over people, what we should do is more like question like how we live our lives. For instance, if everybody that I have an influence over is as nice as I am, there, there maybe there'll probably be a lot more niceness in the world, but would that necessarily make them saints? I don't know. If everybody was as tolerant as I am, maybe there'll be a lot more tolerance in the world, but would that necessarily make them saints? 
I don't know. The answer could be yes. The answer could be no. But the truth is this: that sometimes um we try to mix things up and we try to how do I push? I say play games on God. For instance, you could be a very generous person, but the way you sustain that generosity is by stealing from people so that you can be giving other people. Now, if a lot more people were <laughs> were as generous as you are, there will probably be a lot more generosity in, <laughs> generosity in the world. But that also means there will be a lot more thieves. So yes, you're generous, but like that generosity is necessarily your style of generosity is necessarily going to make people sins because if they are living their lives exactly as you do yours, that means that it's not a saint kind of thing. It's not a saint kind of level for them. At least can be tolerant, but tolerant of evil. That's not good tolerance, and that's not the kind of tolerance you're supposed to have. Evil. Of course, be tolerant, but don't be tolerant of evil. Don't be tolerant of things that are, that are not. <laughs> Usually, we should speak against evil and injustice, and something like that. So, yeah, the thing is, this we should like evaluate how we're living our lives because we have to be aware that we have influence over a good number of people. So, yeah, because at the end of the day, the goal is to be saints. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we should have a more like, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus want? What does Jesus want me to do? Perspective to stuff. I think it will give us a more supernatural outcome to stuff, and then we can model our lives after the model jesus that kind of thing so yeah this is the end of today's episode if you feel like you got one or two things from this share the link turn into a friend or something like that that would be cool i guess so yes um join my online community lamy underscore kimmy on instagram lamy akimmy on twitter if you want to say something to me send me an email at the lamy akimmy at gmail.com feel free to drop your comments read the show and you know have a great time i guess one day at a time literally just ask god to give you the strength to do every day what you have to do literally our desires are a means not an end in themselves and at the end of the day your emotions will be fine if there's something that you're struggling with that is so the emotion emotion based and feel like oh this isn't good for me but I'm, well, my emotions my, i want it so much but it isn't good for me don't worry your emotions will be fine just yank it off okay you do all right and then have a what would jesus do what would jesus like me to do perspective to stuff so yes seek and you will find and you will find yourself this is so conversations <laughs>